The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 169, because last week I said it wrong, and it was 168. This is episode 169, recorded uh, <laughs> January 5th. I 170 based off last week. Yeah, because I screwed up. So it's uh, January 5th, 2023, the first of the season of the year. We are back. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. With me, as always, into the new year is... Well, my name is Michael Diaz. I am the other half of the KyberCast. Michael, it's the new year. Uh, I was wrong last week. It was <laughs> it is a, a, a episode early. So here we are, 170. Then 169, 169. Almost 170. Almost to 170. And it's not, a, it's not a crazy week. Not that much to happen, but there's some fun things to talk to. We're going to be, our, our main topic will be later on, will be the Bad Batch, uh, that which came out uh, yesterday. January 4th on Disney Plus. Uh, we don't get any money from Disney Plus, so I'm, you know, I'm not trying to pimp them, but Bad Batch is out. But uh, before that, we got some news. Michael, why don't you start driving the news? Well, uh, let's see. Number one I have here is well, actually, are we doing these in order? Does it matter? There's no order. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just go. Do it. Do it. Stephen Amell has confirmed his return to the Arrowverse. He's like, of course I'd come back. Why oh, so they, I? they asked him to? Or he's well, going was, to be. There are rumors because uh, you know different people are coming back. I think Wally West is coming Wally back. Finale of the Flash season. Yeah, it's is the last what, season. So, so he'll stop in for a long. Yeah, why wouldn't? Well, they had already announced a few people that were coming back. So right away, people are like, "Oh, the rumors are starting." Like, is Arrow going to come back? Is Stephen Amell going to come back? And like, he didn't necessarily nip it in the bud. He just came back. You know, someone he tweeted back. He's like, "Of course, I'll come back." And then he posted a picture of himself with Grant Gustin saying, you know, of course I'll return. I wonder if I should watch this last season. It's not out yet, is it? No, I think it starts here in a couple of weeks. I feel like maybe I should just watch it for the hell of it. I don't even know what happened in between. I'm sure it doesn't really matter. <laughs> he probably runs fast and somehow altered reality. Yeah. And there's probably some misunderstanding. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Oh, uh, DC. And this has nothing to do under... Well, I wonder, does the TV stuff going under gun as well? Is he handling all of DC uh, motion video? I, that I didn't read into. I don't know about that. Well, this is a bit different. So, the CW was formerly owned by Warner Brothers. And was it Paramount at the time? Oh, hell, I don't know. Those things change hands so much. Because didn't UPN and the uh, Warner Brothers Network... Combined form the CW. Then they broke back apart. Well, no, uh, they sold it. Mm. It is now owned by a company called Nexstar. Oh, so it's a different, just its own thing in and of itself. It's a different company. So obviously they retained the rights to the shows. Maybe uh, do the rights are done. What's that? 
Maybe who knows what those that contract is. I mean, maybe it, exactly. Maybe I don't know the details, but they obviously get to continue the shows that were on there until they decide to you know cancel them. Uh, but it's no longer owned by Warner Brothers. Um, so they're going to wrap up the Flash, but uh, so it's not really part of the DCEU anymore. What? Well, well, the DCEU is dead. We Whatever it was. Dead. Well, they weren't part of it anyways. Well, well, I, in the that's not true. Because in reverse, the Flash showed up. That's right. That's right. The Flash showed up. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. Well, so that'd be cool. See, I, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Are you going to try and watch the last season of The Flash or no? I thought about it, but I probably haven't watched it since what the fourth season, third or fourth season. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, that's about it. Too. When Plastic Man came in, which I, I don't even know if that's his name on the show. Here, well, so here it is. The new company is now owned by seventy-five percent owned by Nextar Media Group, and uh, so yeah, it was UPN and the um, Warner Brothers Network that merged because the new company, like I said, seventy-five percent is owned by Nextar. But twelve point five percent is still owned by both CBS and Warner Brothers Entertainment, respectively. So Warner Brothers still has a, a foot in the door at twelve point five percent, but obviously not controlling interest. No, because they're not interested. Yeah. Right. All right. That's cool. Good for Steven. I always liked his I like the arrow. First two seasons are great. Um I think I went further. I don't know how much Maybe I think I went further, but I think the first two were great. The rest were like, yeah. First two were fantastic. The reason I didn't like started hating all these shows, then everybody that he comes in contact with ends up being a superhero. I'm like, will you just fucking stop? Why can't it? Why does everybody have to have a little power? Like, just fucking stop. (laughs) It was, I mean, I get it. He's a guy that shoots arrows and protects the town, but Correct me if I'm wrong. Like in the first two seasons, like he killed a lot of people, and then some. It was great. It was dark as fuck. It was awesome. He was like Batman with a bone arrow, right? But killed. But he killed. Yeah. And then his Something girlfriend like becomes in the third or fourth season. He was always yeah. resistant to kill people and stuff. I'm like, didn't Wait. he just straight up murder people at first? He was trying to be better. That I. But like then, like his girlfriend had became the siren or whatever the hell and. Black you know, Canary. Just Black Canary. It just. Then, then his other girlfriend that was lost a long time ago was who ends up on League of Legends or whatever. League of um, I don't know what it is. What's it called? Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Um, well, she was the first Black Canary, but then she died. Died, right. And then on it, Legends of Tomorrow, she was a White Canary. Yeah, it's just so. Everybody he touched became some kind of superhero. Yeah, that's, and, uh, that's why it sucked. It's like you just needed one person. And same with The Flash. Everybody's got to jump in and become something. Yeah. So that's the problem. Anyways, we can move on. What's next? Uh, well, do you want to talk about the Discord or not? Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's talk a little bit about it. It's a, it's a preview. Preview. Yeah, so it, we obviously haven't opened it to the public yet, but uh, we Joe and I have been talking about different things we can do for our listeners and for our Patreon members. So uh, watch this space, as they say. Because we will be launching in the next couple few, couple few, somewhere in there, uh, we'll be launching a Discord server for the Kybercast where we can talk about the news that we post. We'll be posting uh, news across our social media, including the Discord site. 
And uh, as a thank you to our patrons, I think we're probably going to have a channel just for the Patreon members. So, and for those that have space. go ahead, uh, I say, and for those that have been Patreon members for so long, um, be on the lookout. Uh, we're going to send you something special soon. I'm going to probably send you a message via Patreon uh, for probably a mailing address or something like that, so that we can send you something um, from the uh, from the Kybercast store. So that's uh, something we'll take care of. I didn't, I, actually, Michael doesn't know about that. I was thinking about that, and we forgot to tell him in the, pre, in, the, in, the, in the pre-production show. <laughs> <laughs> Our pre-production show is basically just a five-minute talk, by the way. It's not like there's some big catch-up. Joe and I talking shit. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Discord. I'm, you know, I've used it for a few things, uh, but I'm not on there very much, but I will be. <laughs> but I will be. I basically, I've my use of Discord in the past was to play Dungeons and Dragons online. My son uses it for that. Well, it's nice because let's face it, uh, you can't always get everyone in the same house at the same time. Like Friday night at nine o'clock, and you're there for three and a half hours. But it's easier for people to just say, "Hey, I've got an hour or two. We all log in at the same time on the same night. You can play D and D online." Yeah. I also use it for StarCraft too, even though that game is older than shit. Yeah, I don't think I'm using this right at all. It's 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 a bigger thing than just messaging and talking to somebody. Oh yeah, there's way more. But that's basically I just use a voice channel and chat. But I know it has a lot of potential, communities and stuff. Yeah, I mean maybe get more into this instead of uh, uh, my Twitter, which I still haven't deleted. I'm thinking about it still, but it's hard. It's a very hard drug to leave. It is. Um. Next, move on. Black Panther. You've probably already seen this, but Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is due to debut on Disney Plus on February first of twenty twenty three. So, I think it's a little bit longer than they usually go. I think they usually do what, like six weeks, forty five days, something like that. But I believe they uh, they moved it. Number one, pie to make a little bit more money. Let's face it, it, it did very, very well, but it didn't break a billion dollars. I mean, eight hundred plus, uh, eight hundred plus million dollars is still far more than respectable for a superhero movie, right? Uh, and I'm still, I, I, I guess I'm proven wrong, right? Like so Avatar has already passed the billion mark. Like it, it made its, I don't know if it's made its money back or what, but, uh, but I don't listen. We can get into Avatar because Michael and I have not seen it yet. We we still hope to, but it already it did make its billion, right? Globally, it did. I think it made a billion. Yeah, whether or not it's in the black yet, I don't know. But here's something that a lot of people have been talking about. Because um, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I listened to uh, I listened to him, James Cameron, on uh, what is that, uh, Smartless, mm-hmm. and he filmed two and three back to back. We feel parts of three. I listen to the same thing. He's got two in the can almost, basically. But he, he was saying on Smartless that he's got three. Now, what he no, doesn't he, have, he, No, no. He filmed the, the the live action people. Correct. He's got the not, 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 he's, he's got he Yeah, he doesn't have the movies done. He has the live no, action. No, no. Three's he not done. To. He's going to take the next two years to do all the CGI. If whatnot. it gets to three. But he has it if he can do it, is what he said. That's the thing. Yes, it'll call, still cost a few million dollars, but he's already got the footage. Three's coming out. I'm going to say it right here. Three's coming out. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. He's exceeded $1.5 billion globally with Wednesday's figures as of yesterday. Uh, it took Top Gun Maverick as the number one re- release of 2022, but 
so that's uh but that's not true because as of Wednesday it's not 2022 so I don't know why they um did that but well maybe uh, they just got the numbers for the previous week on Wednesday it's possible right 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 um so it's making money uh but what I'm saying well I guess what I was going to say is I I know people that have seen it but I don't hear people talking about it all the time like around the water cooler like I don't like when they saw Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian it was like everybody even people that weren't Star Wars people were like watch that that said I don't have a water cooler to talk about around like maybe that's just because of my work situation. I don't go into an office anymore, but well, even in our, our team's chat, we, we put stuff out there all the time. What's going on and that kind of stuff. But right. I, just I did don't have hear... a friend of mine and his family went and saw it over Christmas break and they said they really liked it. That's really the only buzz I heard. Yeah. It's probably good. I mean, I don't, you know, but you know me, I'm not, uh, well, I know. So I it know. didn't bomb. I was wrong. It, there is it people didn't... there that want to see it. Um, it made a profit. The uh, question is, did it make enough profit to go ahead with three? I think yes. I think anytime you cross your 1.5 billion, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, how much can you actually make in a, and it's still there. Like if it's to hold steady, it's, it'll, it'll get to the 2 billion fairly quickly. Right. Right. Well, you know, part of the reason why I get to that 1.5 billion is because IMAX and 3d comes at a premium. That's true. I don't know if the, if as many people have seen it, it's making the money, right? So I'll, I'll be right. wondering how that translates. And and it's one of those things. Like, I think it's going to hold steady because I really don't want to wait till this is on TV if I'm going to see it because that's not going to do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. Nobody needs to see Avatar. I mean, it's fine on TV, but yes, if you want to fully experience it, you have to see it on Amex 3D because that's how it was shot. Right. So good for Jimmy Cameron. He can make more C stuff, more blue people. Um, it's going to be good as his <laughs> grown up Smurfs. Um, okay. And then what broke today? Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Michael, but uh, I hadn't even pa- seen it. So yeah, go apparently, ahead. Apparently, apparently there's going to be another streaming show produced and show ran by Filoni and Favreau with the, uh, code name ghost. What is it? Ghost writer 17. What is it? What did I put in there? I can't see the notes. I don't know. What did you put in there? Oh my god! I I really hate Google Sheets. <laughs> it is such a piece of shit. Ghost Track Seventeen. I had to extend the the uh, window there. Ghost Track Seventeen. So apparently, uh, it's a it's a rumor, but it's it's a strong rumor. Um, now, what does Ghost Track 17 mean? This is, They're very good at uh, cryptic things. Could mean a couple of things. Uh, I'm reading off comicbook.com. This is not me. Uh, that, you know, it's a Mandoverse series. Uh, it could be something around um, uh, Man- Mandalore itself. Uh, they think it, it, there's a couple of ways. They're, they're, I, I have my own thoughts, and they say it here in comic book. Or, or, or my head went right away but uh, they say that uh, this is me reading from comic book the subject of Go 17 is unknown but Bespin Bulletin has the considerable theory that this working title could be a reference to the Beatles Abbey Road album one of the most famous examples of a ghost track which is a common term for hidden musical track in the album the ghost track of Abbey Road was song number 17 Her Majesty which could be about a princess or a queen or some kind of royalty 
So that could be like Bo-Katan after this season. Whole thing on Bo-Katan. Or a Princess Leia show? Uh, no, that would be horrible. Why? Because so, she's dead and you'd need an actress, somebody to play Carrie Hold Fisher. On. They literally just did Obi-Wan Kenobi with a young Princess Leia. No, no, no. Well, if it takes place in that timeline, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you meant like where the, the man is. I, I said Mandoverse, which means post Return of the Jedi is what I was. Yeah, but I would be, I would not be against seeing the adventures of a, I mean, when, when Obi-Wan Kenobi came out, I didn't expect number four, number one to see Princess Leia, Leia, and number two, that I would like her as much as I did. Right. So just throwing that out there. Could be. The other one, which I don't even have to read comic book, was mine, was like, well, the ship is called the Ghost. Um, right. So I think it could be a, like a Rebels, get the crew back together, whoever's left the crew, and, and you know, um, do their, their things that's going to lead up to maybe a Thrawn. Ooh. Thrawn epic, which is what they said a long time ago. They're building these shows up to get to a Thrawn thing. Um, I'm really curious how much they're going to pull from Air to the Empire if they pull th- some things out, um, which would be interesting. But you never read that, though. I have not. It'd be worth a read for you and for those that are out there with your Kindle. You should do it. Dude, I've got so many books on my to read list. <laughs> so, what do you think, Michael? Any, any, any? Are, are you excited by this, or is it? You know, I don't know. You don't. Well, anything from uh, Filoni and uh, um, Favreau. Thank you, Favreau. Filoni and Favreau. I'm on board. Uh, I've loved the Mandalorian. Uh, I, I like the cartoons that I've watched. I realize I haven't watched them all. But uh, we're going to be talking oh, about animation here in a second. But it's animation. I'm sorry, animation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I when it comes to Filoni, I trust him. So if Filoni and Favreau want to go ahead and do something else, I don't care what it is. I'll give it a watch. So yes, I'm excited by that. I mean, right now there's a lot of conjecture as to what it could be. Uh, any of those ideas sound interesting to me. But again. Yeah, with those two, I trust them. I, I trust them. It's just that simple. So I'm into it. Cool. And this is news, I guess, but it's not, uh, we didn't write it down. Um, if you're a Marvel fan, you may have heard that Jeremy Renner had a little accident. Um, a little. Oh my God, dude. He got hit by his own tractor. Yeah, that sounds terrible. But uh, he put a video out there that he's at least alive. Um, uh, it has pretty rough. Pretty rough surgery. I guess he was helping a car that was stuck too. Yeah. God. Got to pull that parking brake. Just like what's his name? The guy from Star Trek that happened to his fucking car ran him over. Anton Yeltsin. What's his name? Yeah. Anton Yelton. You're right. He, uh, it was like a Jeep Grand Cherokee or something where yeah. he uh, got between it and like his gate and the car rolled back and pinned him and he couldn't get off and he, he basically pressed against his chest and he asphyxiated. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. A so, horrible way to go. Weird accidents all over the place. That's crazy. Weird shit happens, man. And if you watch football, obviously that that poor guy, um, Damon, what's his name? Williams? No. Oh. Um, did you hear that he woke up today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear what his first question was? 
Yeah, did they win? That's, I mean, that's awesome. But at the same time, you know, you got to think of it from his perspective. You know, as far as he knows, he was conscious. He made a tackle, and then he, right. you know, fell unconscious. He probably didn't realize how much time it spanned. He didn't realize right. it's been three days. And oh, by the way, you died twice. Right. Right. I mean, oh my god! Wow, craziness. Damar Hamlin. Sorry, Damar Hamlin. I'm 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 glad he's on the mend. I am too. Um, from a selfish point of view, I was in the fantasy football finals uh, championship game. <laughs> three, three of my players were Buffalo Bills, and um, uh, apparently I lost because they just zeroed it out. Um, but I don't accept that. I I, I accept a tie. I, I will not. I will not say I lost. They're going to play the game at some point, aren't they? It's not confirmed yet. It doesn't matter. They just already the the, the system already shut it down. It don't matter. There's no money in this was all, but I, I won the championship last year. I was going for a repeat. Um, I'm going to say I, I, I repeated and I'll be fine. <laughs> Cause that's, that's really not what's important. That really right. Right. All right. Well, enough of my BS. What, uh, what's going on in your geek this week? Dude, I've been geeking out. Um, I'm going to read a bunch of comic books. So one thing I do every year at the end of the year is I actually look up all the the best graphic novels of 2022 or whatever whatever the best graphic novels of the past year were mm-hmm. and i usually go to several different sites and i read through them and i make note of things sometimes already things are out of my radar that i was like all right cool you know that was already something i was going to grab anyway because you know i pay attention to the comics throughout the year and i make notes like okay i'll, I'll put this on my wish list or i'll pre-order this now but you know there's so much so many many good comics coming out right now. I can't keep on top of everything. And I fully admit, um, you know, most of my focus goes to like, you know, Marvel and DC and superheroes. That's usually what I read. But um, I I actually read a fair amount of non-superhero comics, but those you got to pay attention to, you know, publishers like Image and um, Boom and then some like Fantagraphics and some of the smaller presses. And there's been some stuff I've read from them that has just blown my mind. So, I like to see what I missed. So going through those lists, uh, there was one that came uh, that came to mind that I had made mental note of a few months ago called uh, The Nice House on the Lake. Have you heard of this at all, Joe? No. Uh, basically, the premise is, well, I don't want to ruin anything, but let's say the, apocaly- the apocalypse comes. And here are these. 12 some odd people that are they've all been brought to this lake house to enjoy themselves and as they're enjoying their vacation the world ends around them and they find out that they're safe but there are reasons why they're safe mm. so it's, it's suspense a little bit of horror obviously some sci-fi and of course some uh doom scrolling porn if you will <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I had it on my uh, wish list, and I was like, "Oh, I should I should pick that up or something." And then I was looking on Amazon, and if you're a Prime member, certain things are Prime reading; you can just borrow them for free. Right. The first volume was for free, so I was like, "Done." Downloaded it and read it in one night, and loved it. Now, of course, now I want to go buy the second volume, which first crack is free. It worked. Cause yeah, that's a good freemium freemium model. It works, man, because now I want to buy. I want to, I want to, it's so good. I want to buy. I'm debating whether I should buy that first volume or wait because it's so good. You know, they're going to do a massive collection. 
at some point I should just buy the collection when it comes out. But now I'm like, all right, volume two comes out in March. Do I buy that? What do I do? I need to know what's going on. Anyhow, uh, that was one of the books I read. That's by uh, uh, James, I'm going to screw up his last name. Is it Tinian? Tinian? I don't know. Uh, the fourth. And uh, Alvaro Martinez. Uh, I screwed up his last name. Anyway, uh, once again, The Nice House on the Lake. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Um, also, because I was reading comics and kind of got into that groove, I read um, Deceased, which are you familiar with that at all, Joe? Not at Deceased. all. So years ago, Marvel did Marvel Zombies. Oh, is this the, the zombie version of DC? Yeah. So it's an alternate universe thing. They did Deceased, which was basically how... Um, what's his face? Um, Darkseid released the anti-life equation on Earth. Got it. And a lot of people became unalive or I don't know. Basically, they're zombies. Then what's the point? Uh, <laughs> if you want to, the anti-life is you want to clear the planet, but then you just have dead people walking around. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. You're not doing anything but making people just blah. But it was interesting because, of course, you know, certain superheroes get infected. So then you have zombie superheroes fighting people like there's a zombie right. Wonder Woman. And anyhow, that was the first volume I read that like a year or two ago. Loved it. Um, and I, the DC had a sale this past Christmas, so I bought the next, which is, let me see here. I'm trying to look it up on my thing. Uh, DC's Unkillables. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, the paperback on my wish list forever, but it was like two bucks digitally. So I'm like, done, bought it. And then as it so happened, they also had deceased, um, dead planet. I think that one of the two, one was on prime breeding and one I bought really super cheap. So I read, uh, unkillables, loved it. Basically it's the villains, how the villains survived and how they kind of became a superhero team trying to save people. <laughs> and then of course, many of them die and some become zombies, yada, yada, yada. But then dead planet is about basically the next generation of heroes five years after coming back to earth to kind of reclaim it. So Damian Wayne is now Batman because he's an older teen. Uh, maybe he's a young adult. Uh, is, he a, is he still an Oz, an Agul kid? No. Yes. Okay. He's uh, Talia's son. Oh, okay. So Damian Wayne is now Batman and uh, Superman's dead, but John, John Kent is now Superman. Anyhow, I'm in the middle of reading that and loving it. So I'm um, reading those and then do I have anything? Oh, so I do the uh, Goodreads reading challenge every year, which basically you tell Goodreads, how many books do you think you're going to read? Right. Now, I include graphic novels in that, so I usually throw my number kind of high. because. Do you include it. audiobooks? Because then I'm really going to shut shit off. We course, had this argument. Of course I include audiobooks. But you didn't read it. We had this argument last year. so. I understand, but it's books that I consumed. Okay, but it's not called good, re- good listening, good audio. It's called good reads. But they offer the audiobooks on their site as well. They're assholes. <laughs> Goodreads are assholes. Yeah, that's funny. If they want to, if they want to partner with us, they won't be. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> till that time, they allow audiobooks as well. Okay, is it so, separated? No, you can. They're included right in the middle. If you can, you can look up the book you read and select it as an audiobook, and it. it Qualifies. Does people. it change the title to like listened versus read? No, it, it just says, I don't know what it says. I didn't look. Oh, all right. 
Anyway, no, I did not technically read some of the books, but I listened to a few books, audiobooks. I was short. I put that I was going to read 40 books, and on December 30th, I was four short. So a couple of comic books and you're good? I read four volumes of Star Wars Clone Wars Adventures, which I would bought, they're from like 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> But I bought, so I bought the physical copies, but only through so many. I think there's a total of like nine or 10 of them. And I bought them at the time and I, lo- I loved them. I read a couple of them back in the day. They're obviously written for kids, but I just absolutely loved them. They're, they're fun. They're kind of more all ages mm-hmm. they're for kids. But um, again, a couple of years ago, they had them on sale at some holiday. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to read all these. They're like a buck or two piece. So I bought them all and I was like, at some point I'm going to read these. Well, no time like when I'm short on books. So I met my goal. That said, I think it only takes like 15 minutes to read one. Right, right. I met my goal. I kind of cheated, but oh well. But oh well. What about you, Joe? Well, you know, as you know, uh, I'm reading, not listening to, reading um, Lord of the Rings still. Uh, finally got to the Prancing Pony, which you don't know anything about that. Yeah. But I'm uh, assuming that means something to people that have read the books. Though. Yeah, it's just it's just a where they meet Aragorn, which is a pretty important person. Um, well, doesn't he become king? He does. Kind of I didn't important. want to spo- I didn't want to spoil it for him. <laughs> I, I know the gist of the movies. I just yeah, haven't yeah. seen them. Uh, the story. It's not about the movie. <laughs> uh, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm I. I, I I've been trying to get up and read in the mornings because if I read at night, I just go right to sleep. It's like three pages because I, I taught myself to sleep to read, and that's a problem. Um, so, like, even if I get up and read any time, I have to get, I have to break through the first twenty minutes of like this. I'm not reading to go to sleep. I'm reading to to enjoy the story. And but I taught myself reading at night that you're doing it at night, so you go to Pavlov dog kind of thing. Got it. I hear you. So it's really stupid. Uh, I don't advise people to read to go to sleep if that happens for you. But I gotta. So, anyways. I mean, getting up in the mornings uh, on the weekends and really putting it in, try to put two two hours in each Saturday, Sunday morning before breakfast and just quiet time and read a um, cup of coffee or whatever. That's a good idea. Uh, but and I really like it. I really do like this book even better than what I remembered. Um, it's it's it, what's interesting is the dated language, obviously, and what we would words we would would never use now, but back then it's used in the most authentic way. Um. You know, uh, I won't say the words because um, it would be out of context here. People would take it the wrong way. But uh, very English, obviously English words. So um, it's just a good, just a good story, man. I, I, I wish people would pick it up and read it. And because it was Tolkien's birthday yesterday or two days ago, by the way. Now this is a reread. You've read them before, right? When I was fucking twelve or thirteen. That's fair. You know, I think about it because I buy books all the time. And the thought is always, I might reread that someday. I don't think I've reread any of the books I've ever purchased, except comics. Every right. once in a while, I'll go back and read some old comics. Yeah, I've read like Watchmen, like, I don't know, 15 times. Exactly. Watchmen, <laughs> I, I've read that at least, a, well, probably a couple handful of times. But I want to say like every two, three years, I reread Batman Year One. Yeah, and then immediately so good. follow that with Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. Year one is great. It's uh, so fucking good. Um, anyways, I, I'm glad I, I'm rereading it. I may reread uh, Air of the Empire 
even though I've got other Star Wars books to read um, in the hopper. But but yeah, if they get into that series, maybe I'll do that. Anyways, uh, and then the other uh, geek this week, I think Michael's dropped off. I'm still watching Willow. I don't know if Michael's watching that or not. I'm not caught up yet, but the finale is next week, right? I think so. So we should talk about it by next week, at least the series. I th- I'll see if I can get caught up. Yeah. Because there's not much going on. Bad Batch and Willow and, uh, you know, we've got Marvel coming out like Feb- end of February 15th or 16th or something for Quantumania. I can't remember what day it comes out. Um, can't wait. It looks so good. That one looks really good. Well, it reminds me, we didn't mention this in the news, but uh, apparently an extended look and trailer for uh, Ant-Man Quantumania will be on Monday night during the national championship football game. So Where Michigan is not playing, unfortunately. And neither is Ohio State. Yeah. This isn't a sports show, but if Ohio State would have won and went to the championship game without beating Michigan in that year, that would have been just salt on a giant wound. Oh, Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, God, I I am a fan of neither team, but I both of them would have been unbearable. No, no, no. I meant if if well, if they played each other, yeah. But I mean That's what I'm saying. I, if they had yeah. if they had gone to a Big Ten championship before the national championship. That would have been kind of cool, but also, like you said, if, if it's good for State, the Big Ten, it's good for the Big Ten, right? Exactly, which would help the rankings of your favorite team. Like they play harder teams, you know, for next year, right? So, but at the end of the day, they both blew it. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Oh my god, Michigan! They got stomped. They got they, so outcoached. This is not a sports cast, but they get so I know. outcoached. It's it not. Yes, I know I'm a Spartan, and yes, I know my team sucked this year. I make no no excuses for that. So, yeah, of course, I'm a biased. I'm not a Michigan fan. But I can kind of watch the games with a little bit more objectivity. And I'm sorry, Michigan just stepped on their own dick over and over. It was pretty bad. Uh, so, anyways, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, Willow. So, we'll listen to Willow next. Michael, <laughs> hopefully we'll watch Willow and we can get that uh, talked about Um in the meantime, before we talk about The Bad Batch, again, I'm going to mention, uh, if you want to go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast, uh, as Michael mentioned, we're going to have some new things this year. Uh, that'll be coming up soon, but uh, check it out and uh, see if you want to throw us a bone um, or something. I was waiting <laughs> right. for you to say Scott. <laughs> right. Scott. <laughs> Bad Batch. I watched it today. I'm fresh coming off of the uh, two episodes. I knew it was only going to be like an hour tops for the both of them together. Well, so I didn't. I watched them both today as well. And while I was at work, I was like, "Oh shit, how much time do I need before we record?" And I pulled up Disney Plus on my phone and looked at episodes one and two. I'm like, "Episode one's a hundred was an hour and fifteen minutes, and then another half hour." Oh Jesus! I, I need all that time. I was looking at season one. Oh yeah, the first it, it, this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so let me get my thoughts. I mean, I, listen, I like the show. I do like the show. Last year's season or the show's opener was incredible. I loved it. I, I was not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I wasn't like, super thrilled with the two episodes that I got. Um, it's just a heist stronger. Uh, you know, it was a set up to get more stuff. You know, there's, a, there's always a little bit of a fable in all of um, what Filoni does and choices, right? There's a little nod to, uh, Again, spoilers. It's it's not the end, but there's a nod to like um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and, and 
not Raiders of the Lost Ark, but Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. You know, let it go. Like the treasure, like life is better. You know, make these decisions. What, what, you know, uh, the old guy that gives um, Omega the little kaleidoscope and it's, it's about fun and everything should be about not all that glitters is gold, basically. Uh, in there, there's a lot of, a lot of like little tales like that through it. That being said, I, I did enjoy the thing, but I, I really wanted something to like knock me off my ass in the first two episodes and it didn't do that. Uh, arguably, the end. You know, with you're starting to see the politics of the empire, where like this is going to be the story. We, I'm going to save my own ass, kind of thing from the director guy. I forgot his name already, but um, but yeah, uh, Rampart. So, Vice Admiral Rampart. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it was a good. It was good. It was just a typical. It felt fairly typical. It didn't seem to go anywhere new. Omega's a little older now. Um, it's a little tougher, smart. Um, we have a new character that's with, uh, um, at the, what's her face? Boy, this is really good planning. Not cool. Sid, but the, the yeah, Fee. Okay, it's just all these names. I'm, I look up on Wikipedia here. Fee Genoa. So that's obviously, it's Wanda Sykes that does the voice. Um, so that took me right out of it because I cannot stand her voice. It's so, it just doesn't, it's just, it's always Wanda Sykes. It's always Wanda Sykes. So it's, it just does nothing for the character. Um, so I'm like, I was, I don't know if I like that decision. And it's not that I don't like Wanda Sykes. It's I don't want to hear a voice that's so like, she doesn't change it much to like fit the area. It's just her, like as if she's talking in LA or something. And that, that's what bothers me. Um, so not everyone can be South McFarlane. No, but then find an actress that f- like make that character something, I guess. I get that. So I not get that. so like, known there's no need to have a known person in any of this stuff it's just you know what i mean we don't you don't have to have stars in it right. have good voice i guess what i'm saying is that she's an actress and not a voice person there's so many great voice people that can do this stuff better than her because she's an act she's a comedian and actress like there's voiceover people that are or voice acting um that are fucking great that they could you know like um you know what's her name that does a Sokatano? Um, Ashley Eckstein. Right. I mean, she's a great voice actor. Like, find another role for her to do. She doesn't have to do. And I don't know. My bias. Um, but I'm look. The, the animation looks great. I mean, it's it's awesome. The characters are good. Uh, you know, it's it's again, take on the mission of the day. Get the loot. Uh, get a little fable, and then move on the story. I was hoping it would be deeper. I really was hoping like the first episode of the, of the season of the show opener was so good. Um, so good. You know, the betrayal and all that, but there was a lot that happened then. this. Hopefully they gear up. Hopefully they gear up. Yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> season one began with a bang. I mean, it was an hour and 15 minute episode really set up the whole series. And yes, there's a betrayal. Obviously the empire is trying to move on from clones to stormtroopers. All that's happening. And even, even the last episode, episode 16 of season one, right, which is what the wreckage and destruction of Topoka City, and you see everything sinks, you know, and you, you have Crosshair there at the end of the season, and we had learned just previously he had pulled the chip from his head a while ago, and he was still following the orders of the Empire, but then he helps them at the end of the season to get off, to get out of the wreckage. It was so but good. But at the end, yeah, it was so good, but at the end he chooses to stay 
with the empire, right? Right. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. It was just terrible. I mean, consequences so, were terrible. I mean, season one begins amazing and then has a fantastic ending. I was expecting bigger things from season two as well. And yes, time has passed. It's obvious. Like you said, um, Omega is at least, you know, a good year and a half, two years older. I think unless it's the, the clones that they grow faster, like, like they said, they have accelerant, but but she's untouched. I thought, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. She's natural. Like, uh, like Boba. Yeah, so, so she she's, should be, should be high, She should be aging naturally, correct. And plus, you know, from when they come back and they talk to uh, Sid. Sid, thank you, when they talk to Sid, you know, they made reference to the fact that they've been doing missions for a while, that they've intentionally stayed away yeah. from planets under the uh, influence and control of the Empire on purpose so they didn't cross paths with them. And I thought things were going to shift because you're right. The whole first season was, okay, how are they going to make money? They started doing their mission, another heist of the week, whatever it was. And I thought they were going to change things up right with this first episode because what they said, you know, aren't you guys sick of doing that? You know, don't you want to make enough so you can stop doing that and live a life? Right. That said, I should have thought a little bit about that because had they actually gotten that war chest and they didn't have to do the job anymore, there's no reason for a show, right? Unless, well, unless they have some writing towards reasons, right? Well, my th- my thought was when I was watching episode one, The Spoils of War, that they were going to go get this war chest, suddenly be, you know, be really set up. But I thought maybe the show would shift gears more this season, and maybe it still might do that, but shift more towards the evolution of this nascent rebellion, which I yeah. know... We saw in Rebels to a degree, um, but we saw, I hate to saw, saw Guerrera back in season one. So I thought. It's still, I think going to go that way. I think that's the way they're going to go. Like they're going to somehow get some money or help the rebel or the beginning of a faction of the rebellion. Like this is still before Andor. I believe. Right. So, um. and then. Obviously, you know, that first episode, I mean, it may began fun with the, the crab people and all that. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it, it, that too is very kind of uh, Indiana Jones-esque. I mean, it, not exactly the same as stealing an idol, but running away from natives with something of theirs. Right. And getting out of there right at the last Well, it wasn't minute. theirs, was it? Well, it was something that was there. There, right? yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, so that was very indicative of Indiana Jones as well. And then, yeah, obviously shifts into episode two, episode two, The Ruins of War, where you find out uh, Dooku was basically uh, robbing his own people blind just to pay for the separationists, right? Or the separatists. Separatists, yeah. So, I mean, there is some lore and some deeper meaning, and you find out some more about the backstory of the Star Wars universe, and that's that's always kind of cool, but at the same time, these first two episodes, they were very functional, right? but there was nothing for me to go, fuck yeah, the Bad Batch is back. No, no, there wasn't. That that's kind of sucks. That said, there's 16 weeks, well, 15 weeks since they put two out at once, and it goes to like the end of March, so there's a lot that's going to happen in between. Um, so let's see, maybe they're just building it up uh, for something bigger, uh, but it didn't quite, it didn't have that spark um 
Well, I, I will say this too. Uh, we did get to see, and I hope they continue this because first season, we really didn't get to see a lot from echo or tech. Right. I mean, basically like, Oh, we need to get into this thing on here's echo. I have my robot arm and I'll get you in. You know, he was more of a plot device than a character. Right. We get to see him and tech because tech, obviously you would think, Oh, he's going to be the tech genius, but he's, that's where kind of echoes coming in now. Cause he's part cyborg. So I'm hoping we flesh them out a little bit more. And that we saw a little bit of this with, uh, even when Omega, not Omega, when tech, uh, got his leg broken. Like he knew exactly what happened. He's like, right. Oh, I got hit with this much pressure. And I believe it's cracked my femur and blah, blah, blah. Right. He's just a really, really smart guy. So they're becoming less of plot devices and caricatures. And they're actually becoming a little bit more fleshed out. Right. I hope that continues throughout the season. It but should. Again, I think it will. Yeah. But again, nothing about these two episodes really grabbed me except it did accentuate the fact that, yes, the clones are still in the Empire. Right. But we see, via Vice Admiral Rampart, that the clones are seen basically as flesh robots. They're easily oh, yeah. disposable. Right. He kills clone Captain Wilco simply because well, Wilco has a sense of honor. He is not going to lie in a report. Yeah, even to the Empire, right. But... This also does show you, you know, in the Empire, the Emperor, Palpatine put this in place. You know, the Empire, we all know, is controlled through fear and personal advancement within the Empire. And we know that ultimately that's going to rot the Empire from the inside out. Right. And we're seeing that here with Rampart not letting the report go in that the Bad Batch was in on this. Because then... Tarkin's going to find out and Rampart and Tarkin are oil and water. Right. They, they both. Well, we know Tarkin's coming. Oh, we know he's coming, but these two have their own, uh, desires. They have their own. It's like, it's, let's, it's just like, uh, rogue one. Right. Right. The Krennic. Yeah, exactly. And Tarkin. Everybody's doing that. Right. They're all just like Deidre. And Andor, I mean, they're all trying to jockey for a position. Exactly. Pretty consistent. Yes. So we're seeing more of that. So it was kind of sad. I mean, episode two, I mean, I get that this is a kid type show. I don't know what it is. It's just a show. I don't say kids. The guy shot him point blank and he fell down the freaking thing. It wasn't like (laughs) they showed the clone falling off the bridge. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark. So I don't I don't know if it's for kids, kids. It's right. You know, kids will watch it, but that being said, I don't I don't think they think of it that way when they write the stuff. Clearly not, but that I like that part of the show, but again, I keep coming back to the same thing. It was serviceable, but at the same time it didn't get me super excited. Yeah, agree. Agree. So hopefully it'll get better. Um we'll see. We definitely will see. So it's really tough to review when you, you know, these are, or, you know, we probably won't do every episode unless, I mean, it'll be part of the show, but I, it can't be our only uh, topic as we go through this week. It can, cause it's, it's the opener, but um, there's only so much we can talk about on a 20 minute 
animation right. thing and break. I guess we could break down each character and how they think about it. That's just not what we do here. Um, but it will be interesting to see what happens next. You know, they don't have the money now or so their, their future, they're going to, are they going to still be the A team of, of uh, star Wars? Um, will they find a different way? Will they, I would love to see if they get somehow involved with em- emphasis nest would be interesting. Um, that would be cool. Uh, which then could, would also be a further tie to the uh, rebellion. Exactly. Exactly. Which would be cool. Um, yeah. It's making me, I might want to watch solo now. I don't know. Uh, again, but anyways, it's, it, it was fun. It's got to get better. We've got a lot of time left. I mean, a lot of shows left. Uh, the animation seems to get better every year. Like when you start getting into the ships flying around and stuff, it's like, if you, squint it's like the computer graphics of watching a regular movie it's really good i agree i i enjoy the ships yeah um so yeah uh what else anything else that we missed on andor i mean andor on bad batch i think we covered it joe um i wonder if i, I still uh, the, i guess the, the question is will omega meet um boba fett That's a good question. I, I I don't know. I don't see how she doesn't. So Boba Fett should be what? 19-ish or something? At least late teens, yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah, between she's 16 that much younger. And I'd say she's maybe four or five years younger than him. Right. Maybe a little bit more. So she looks to be about, I don't know, 13? I'd say four, 13, 14. Okay. So, yeah, it'd be interesting if he runs into her. I'd be, I'd like to see them do that. See what happens. The, the brother, sister kind of thing. It, yeah. It's, I, I don't see how they, yeah, it's going to be hard to see how they don't because of the two only un, unaltered clones. Right. There's going to be something where they cross. Right. In some way. I, that, I don't. I don't see how they don't do that. Yeah, they got it. It has to be done at some point. I think it would be foolish not to have that opportunity. So that's one of my my hopes. Uh, I think that maybe too by the end of this. Do you think? I don't know if they're doing a season three. So do you think? I'm looking at the name of the. Um, I'm reading the TV's Plan Ninety Nine is the last episode. It's called. Um. Do you think they all die? They must all die at some point, right? Well, yeah, at some point, but Plan 99. Oh, I see that they're ending on two episodes, too. Yeah. Execute Order 66, Plan 99. It's the opposite. It really is. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I was looking at. So it was Plan 99. They kill themselves instead of the Jedi. Is that like... Is there is Plan Ninety Nine where he kills like the Emperor's plan, like disposes of all the clones at once? Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe, maybe. And all the clones, like that last episode, the all the clones that don't have chips or that have chips, just they go off and they just they all just decease. Oh, could be. That's a good theory, there, Joe. We'll see if it comes to fruition. But 
the upside down of 66, right? Exactly that. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Or, or could it be that the Bad Batch in episode 16, Plan 99, they help some Jedi they find? Could be that too. That would be the option. Could be, could be, uh, could be, um, Kanan. That was at the beginning of episode one. It could be something like that, or there could be, yeah, some kind of to get. Maybe they introduced Kanan to uh, uh, Hera. Oh, there you go. Be interesting if it all ties into the to the ghost ship. Anyways, speculation. Um, Michael, why don't you let people know what how they can tell us what they think of the Bad Batch and their speculation uh, going well, forward. You can leave a comment on any of our social media feeds. If you want, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at KyberCast. Our Facebook is more your jam. We have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. And Discord coming soon. That's right. Uh if you'd like uh, to help out the show, check out patreon.com slash kybercast. You can look at that. But the best way to help out the show is to smash that subscribe button like the kids do. Smash it from any one of your podcatchers that you can find from Apple to Google to, I don't know, all of those cool places. Spotify, we're there. We are there. Or you can send them to kybercast.com. We have all of our episodes streaming there. You can listen right on the main page. Want, listen to, to the to the to the latest episode. Um, check out our Kybercast shop at kybercast.com slash shop, and we have some cool things there. Or better yet, just tell a friend. Just tell a friend about us and see. You know, that's really the word of mouth is the best um, best way to help out the show. That would be most helpful. Uh, until that next week, Michael, do we have anything else that we got to hit before we uh, call it a night? I don't think so. Cool. All right. Well, until next week, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.